Coming to a playlist near you. This summer, one podcast that will rule them all. T-Rev Daily. Yeah! (laughs) Welcome, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Thank you, Mitch. Oh, goodness. You're welcome. Mitch, what's new with you? What's new in your world? Uh, You know, not a whole lot. Kind of just... Well, I actually, you know, I, I did start a new job, so that's been fun. I'm one of the few people who found work doing this, so. Wow. Where are you so, working? At a, at a pharmacy, community health pharmacy up the chimney corner, so. Oh, good for you, dude. That's I, awesome. Thank you. So, I am essential. I have a pink piece of paper that makes me real powerful. It's a fun gig, so. Oh, yeah, you're working for Russ's mom, right? That I am. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Russ Chase, friend of the podcast. Shout out, shout out. Big Mr. friend Chase. of the podcast. So, well, good for you. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. So it's been, you know, gets me out of the house. Ironically enough, I think I become much more productive when I lose like a day or because I work two days a week. Right. So that pretty much means for two days a week, I'm on like an eight hour day schedule. And that makes me much more productive than when I just sit at home all day. Like I think on like the evenings of those days i get more done than on a full normal day i believe that productive so you're saying you're only productive at the 11th hour well not even that it's just like i'm when i i need to get happy crunch time something i don't move and get going on my own something has to kick me and get me up and get me going in, in that mood but once i'm in that like work mood like get stuff done i stay in that mood so that's okay. that's that's what i where i'm at yeah, I, I'm a believer that, like, when I am busy, I am far more productive, like, in my limited downtime than I yep. am if I have a whole day. Yeah, one or the I, other. Yeah, I'd agree. I can, uh, I can, I am real good at doing uh, 30 minutes worth of work in eight hours and then doing eight hours worth of work in 30 minutes. So, it balances out in the end. Sick, Mitch. That's cool, man. Yeah, I have so Thank many you. sarcastic things to say about that. Have why, 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 why are you holding back for? Yeah, I have something to say to you, Mitch. Have fun with Jared Stidham at quarterback next year. Bodwin, have fun with like a, the biggest disappointment that's going to be the Bucks season that we all know is going to happen because it's just their luck. That was a you know terrible what? comeback, Mitch. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it was it was too much. That's all right. We it's forgive okay. you, but we only forgive you if you came prepared with your word of the day today. Well, believe it or not. In a he is not miracle. ready. <laughs> yes, in a I shocking am. turn of events. In a shocking turn of events, your word of the day is teradiddy. So that I am, I am on. This was an AP Lang word. It wasn't really. Wow, that's a I good think so. Or teradiddle, excuse me. I am actually on Merriam-Webster today. So we went some. We went digging. I decided we I official. wanted to find a good one. Wow. Um, Wait, spell and... spell said word. You want me to spell it? It's like ten letters. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh my god! That's like T A T A R A D I D D L E. Teradiddle. Well done. By the way, when Mitch said Merriam Webster, you for the kids listening, Merriam Webster they make dictionaries and kids these books. That you used to have no, to I open did. to find a word and like what it meant and how to spell it. Um, Wait, what do you mean open? 
you had to open your screen on your iPad to go look it up on Safari. Like, you don't just swipe over. You have to actually, like, turn a page. <laughs> okay. Side you note. just, like, most... swipe. <laughs> no. Most pointless piece of advice I was ever given was when I was told when I didn't know how to spell a word to look it up in the dictionary. Like, you don't that... know how to spell it to look it up. Yeah, that's inherently impossible. Like, <laughs> that, that was the worst piece of advice I was ever given. I don't know if anyone else was told that, but it, it happened yep. a lot to me. And it was like... If I don't know what letter or word starts with, how am I going to know to look it up? Hmm. I, I mean, fair. that's it's kind so. of fair, but usually you'd at least know what it starts with. Yeah, usually, but there were a few exceptions. I remember if I didn't, didn't remember if a word started with, with an E or like an A. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. It's a very like specific childhood memory. I was scarred, but it's fine. Now, Mitch, just the other day, I actually encountered a situation where it was kind of the opposite of that where they like they my brother didn't know how to spell a word so he went on to google and in the search tab he t- he literally typed in how to spell and then the word wait, wait. did it work <laughs> uh well he couldn't spell the word right but he typed in how to spell when you can just like type in the word and it'll like pop up anyway but he he felt like he had to type in how to spell to make sure that he'd get the spelling for it you know, it's only weird if it doesn't work. So, Austin, I'm with you. Austin, we got your back. But if you would like to know what uh, teradiddle means, um, it is a fib or pretentious nonsense or like a tall tale. Um, uh, an example of this is like the fish, and it is a noun. Um, I have part of speech on this page today. Um, Progress. And Fancy. It is. We're moving forward, um, and it would it um it's like a fishing kind of. If you hear like a fishing story, would be a good example of it. It's like, man, you told the teradiddle about catching that big fish or something like that would be a would be a good use of the word. And a fun fact is the use of this word peaked in 1922. Interesting. Okay. Uh, when I got back from my run today, my daughter came running across the lawn and told me that they couldn't play in the sandbox anymore because they almost got sprayed by a skunk. And I wondered for a moment whether or not it was just a teradiddle or true. Oh, okay. Okay. Well done. Well done. True story. Uh, Hey, there uh, you go. Baldwin, do you ever wonder if Dale is listening to this podcast and hardcore judging our sentences? Yeah, I definitely kind of worried about it to be honest. I'm like terrified that that's happening. (laughs) When I got when I got licensed as an English teacher, um, like when I got my second license, Dela, I texted her some. I texted her to let her know, and I tried to use a really cool vocabulary word, and I like used it wrong, and she just like jumped on me for it. I would love to come up with a creative teradiddle about why we got started a little bit late on recording this tonight, but the truth is I was eating takeout chilies. <laughs> Man, that's, you know what, that was, this is, oh might my. be the best one that we've had so far. You know, the word so or Baldwin's big sentence. step up. 
I think both. Just it's an even competition. The competition um, is very stiff this week. I should get I should get and a, like, a handicap for being worse with words though. You know what? Uh, I'm, I'm not. Bodwin, I'm. That's not the furthest thing from my mind. I'll be completely honest, but I'm not taking it in just yet. Albright's <laughs> got to build a bit bigger lead in the in the series. But I, <laughs> I, 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 I like the honesty about Chili's. So I'm in a, in a real neck and neck one. I'm giving this one to you. But I will say, I think this might be the first time where we've had two sentences that were like. I'm not taking points away from either of them. I'm judging on like which is better. You could just give us a tie. So, well no, done. No, no, ruling no, was made. Are we allowed to tie? I didn't no. know that. I didn't know ties were allowed. Nope, there has to be a okay. winner and a loser. We don't play like that on this podcast. Okay, then by by a nose, Baldwin wins. I'd like to thank Dela. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I've only eaten at Chili's once and it was chicken tenders and I had a bad experience with their chicken tenders never ate that's a rookie again. move ordering chicken tenders at Chili's um so yeah well I was seven. well let me explain to you <laughs> dipper <laughs> it's an appetizer trio but I order you're it. telling me as a seven year old I can't order chicken tenders yeah well, I guess so. <laughs> that was really aggressive on my part that's actually uh, really funny <laughs> You should have done that. <laughs> Childish mistake. Um, oh, right, so my the, Lord. the triple dipper, it's a three appetizer <clears throat> sampler, but I ordered it as the entree. Um, and you, so you got to get three foods that are different enough from each other. So you got to go Southwest egg rolls first off. Um, shout out to uh, my buddy Hallman. Big Southwest Egg Rolls guys. We always eat them together at Chili's, so if he's listening to this, shout out. Um, but Southwest Egg Rolls, boneless honey chipotle wings. And then the third one, you can kind of flex based on how you're feeling. You could go crispy cheddar bites. Uh, you could go sliders. Um, there are a number of ways you could go with that one. But the first two, you got to go Southwest Egg Rolls and honey chipotle wings. And it's delicious. I'm, like, concerned about your diet in general anyway, but I'm now, like, super concerned about how well you know the Chili's menu. I was just about to say, Bodwin knows more about chain restaurants than he does about this, Yeah, English. this is, like, why he's bad at <laughs> and work. Yeah, he's certified as an English teacher. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I, I know dang well you passed that certification because you'd seen some of the fancy words on like the menus at all the restaurants you go to, and you were able to use those correctly and whatever test you had to take. I'm locking in that that's how it happened. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm surprised you pronounced entree. <laughs> so I, was, I was eating a fry. Yeah, are, so yeah you are currently eating your chili's food. That's what's <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> but, but yeah, Mitch, you're not wrong, but I also really like local restaurants. So I, I like to not cook, but it's both to support local restaurants and uh, chilies. So, yeah. This is that thing, though, where like right. a month ago you just ate too much fast food, and this month you're a hero for ordering from the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know every time I want like every That's... time I want pizza I like to frame it as a well I gotta I gotta support which I do want to support businesses I've, I've you know I do want to do that but I make it sound like I'm being heroic when really I'm just, like you're so you're so when noble. I'm just hungry yeah. <laughs> I told him 10 minutes 20 All minutes right, Alex, what do you got? Well, 
Well, inspired by Miss Barron going oh, dark right. on Would You Rather, we do have a pain. We do have a painful <laughs> one today. So, I'm so worried about this. Would you? Would you rather rip your entire toenail oh. off with pliers, Dude. or, Alex. or, or uh, put a toothpick under your toenail and kick a door? Oh, oh my oh, God! Wrong with you? What? what? <laughs> We what were going painful. Okay, but those are like the same scenario. Like, <laughs> I picked the first one. Those though. are two very. I don't want scenarios. either of those things to happen. Tono, Tono, Tono. To, a, what kind? You need to stop binging <laughs> saw. B, rip my to, rip my toenail off all day long. Just same, get the whole thing. Same. Yeah. Wow. But that linger like no. Now I have the heebie. I'd rather like the little sharp pain. No. Yeah, dude. I'm no, literally like. My toes are yeah. curling right now, and I and I if do you not kick the toothpick, like, like your nail is going to come it. off, but it's going to be a long, slow, painful process. Dude, how do you think I'm going to eat these Southwest egg rolls now that I'm thinking about toenails? <laughs> Dude, remember we said that this was going to be Miss Barron's fault, not mine. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Barron. <laughs> Sorry, I, I love that, but I'm blaming you. <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, to be fair, I'm the one who actually picked the would you rather, but the inspiration was all her. My God. All right. Can we can we Moving just on. make a quick amendment to make Wednesdays at least a semi upbeat one? If not, we're not very going back upbeat. to dark anymore. That was just a one time. Okay. Thing. That was a one time foray. Wow. Hey, hey, your hey, best hey, ones hey. from last week were the magic carpet and the the. Is it Doodle Bob? What was that conversation we had? Yeah, Doodle Bob. That was Those oh, were good. That again. That's oh yeah. Draw, we got some drawing cans of worms coming already. Like, I mean, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but just just to let everyone know, I would much rather do toothpick than full nail. Yeah. Uh, more. Man, what's more I... disturbing, Albright's scary story or this? Would you rather? This would you rather. I think Mitch. I think you cut it. This would you had, rather? Mitch had a scary story for all the listeners. Mitch's scary story was really good, and Bodwin got jealous that it was better than his, and he cut it out of the podcast. <laughs> no, I cut it out of the podcast because I am glad that I wasn't. Well, he didn't cut it because he was jealous. Mine was better than both of them. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know that, and so that's what I'm sticking no, with. I cut Mitch's story because it was actually scary, and I want no. You podcast. were jealous that it was better than your generic story, so you cut it from the podcast. <laughs> Bodwin, can we put out like Bodwin? I think our Saturday episode this week, as a one-time Saturday episode, <laughs> should just be the scary story that got cut, and we'll actually say like a viewer discrepancy yes. thing before it. Like, hey, this is not part of the normal podcast. This we should not extra. have to do viewer discretion we... for a, this podcast. No, we should not. But we have. We can have I have it and I'll post it on my own? Stuff. Mitch, you can do whatever you want on your own, but not as part of the podcast. Okay. The, the New England Patriots, they saw Tom Brady go, and they, they don't really have anyone to replace him. They have Jared Stidham. Yesterday on the podcast, we had Principal Barron, who was our big guest for the week. Like that was, that was our headlining guest, and we didn't really know where to go from there, just like the Patriots didn't know where to go after Brady left. So today, <laughs> Tim Abel is our Jared Stidham. Welcome, Tim. Hey, I'm the dark horse, bro. What right. can I say? <laughs> also, Jared Stidham is going to be the next Patrick Mahomes. I wow. promise you. All right. And may I one just year, say, one add, year behind the goat. To add to his intro, Tim is easily the best bicycle rider I know. 
That is true. I think the best bicycle or best bicycle rider we have. How we refer to them? I appreciate that. The... Yes, they do not. They don't mountain bike. They ride bicycles. Shout out Miss Cohen, though. I think she's better than or tricycles. Or tricycles. Miss <laughs> Cohen is a good rider. You, so you're not the best one I know. But... <laughs> you're still good though, Tim. You're still good. What about Mr. Warren? I appreciate Isn't he legit it. too. Oh yeah, and Mr. Warren. Hey, Mr. Phillips bikes to school every day. Mr. Phillips yeah, does bike to school every all day. The time with his with his son. We see him a lot in the neighborhood. Mr. Warren bikes from like yep. South Hero, doesn't he? Like he does. Doesn't he, like, he take rose the part of it, or at least he used to. I think he rose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He has like a little rowboat or something that he puts his bike in, and he. That is yes. dedication right he there. Puts his bike in a rowboat. Hey, seriously Mr. impressive. Mr. Sobel ran home from school like once, one time. And we all passed <laughs> him that day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Tim, you're, you're a guest today for a yes. competition that we're going to have. But before we do the competition, give us an update. What's new in the life of Tim? Oh, um, well, not too much. Um, I just learned about 15 minutes ago that uh, my spot where I've been riding bikes recently just got closed down. So I'm not too Ooh. happy about that. Oh, but oh, that's quite depressing. Yeah. So I got nothing to do now. <laughs> but um, other than that, obviously plugging away at schoolwork as much as I can. Okay. Um, I committed to Clarkson. Hey, congratulations! Congratulations! Nice. Congratulations! Yeah, I'm excited. Should be That's fun. That's awesome. So you will like it there. I think another another senior breaking big time good news on the pod. We're becoming the spot. Tim, that's sick, dude. That's awesome. Love it. Yeah, I'm ex- thank you. Dude, since you're a special <laughs> guest, you get to decide the order. I gave you the All American Grand Slam. That's Denny's, four ninety nine. <laughs> Welcome to Denny's All American Grand. Oh my Slam. God, Bowen, do- you know the price. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, dude, I haven't God. been in a while. I'm actually not sure if that's the price. I just wanted to sound depressed. I'm gonna, you know, yeah, I'm well, say what that. is what is a while for Ben? Um, is it like three weeks? Honestly, I I <laughs> go to Denny's a decent amount. Forty eight hours, like traveling and need a quick breakfast. But I I don't think I've been in the last six months. But when a new thing, a new wow. thing on this podcast, every time Mitch or Albright roasts you, I'm just gonna say, "Welcome to Denny's." <laughs> 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 for that all-american grand slam what is it grand slam? eggs bacon and uh i don't know all right all right tim you get to decide the order that we go in for this competition since you're a special guest you haven't what even told them what it is oh uh alex explain that'd help are we I doing think the same? Be fine i don't know Aubrey, what do you think we're still doing impromptu turn i think we have to we didn't uh prepare anything else Alright, <laughs> so for those of you who don't remember, maybe forgot, or are somehow only tuning in now, and not last week, uh, we're doing an impromptu tournament, and so what that means is we, the way we're doing it, uh, the person who's going gets a random topic, and they have to fly by the, seat of, by the seat of their pants and give a one to two minute speech on that said topic. One to two minutes, oh boy. Tim, are you telling us you can't talk about nothing for one to two minutes? That's a good point. I'm I really guess good don't make his topic Tim joining us. So for all <laughs> viewers, Tim was Tim's not on the Colchester speech team, and Alex and Mitch are. So I guess we'll see. Like, 
if you're on speech, are you better at speech than non-speech kids? We'll find out tonight. Ooh. I thought about doing you speech. You did. I almost had you. But it could be a... It could be a direct um, <laughs> reflection on coaching, though. Right? That's, that's ultimately where we're going I with this. I wasn't going in that direction. I do not want that responsibility, but. <laughs> yeah, your recruiting process might oh, not work just... if we have outsiders. <clears throat> oh, no. The recruiting process can't be questioned. You guys are getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> like... I have said about my <laughs> ability to coach speech. I am very good at getting people to join the team, and I am not um, – th- my strength is not, like, actually being a good speech coach, so. Bowdoin is the John Calipari. <laughs> Which most people coaches. listening to this don't know what you mean. Including me. I don't get that at all. <laughs> but I knew you would have pre- – I know all you right, would appreciate it. So. Let's go uh... – Am I playing? Yeah, I'm playing. No, Everybody I'm not. Playing? No, I've got the topics. Uh, we think Albright, Albright, Albright is play, our judge. Ju- she is the judge, jury, and most importantly, execution. Longest yard, oh, baby. Then we'll go. I'll put myself last because I don't know how to do this. So I'll go. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Mitch, Bodwin, Alex. All and right. Andy. Good decision. Fair, fair. All right. Mitch, you ready? Ready when you where? Ah. Now I am. Ready when you are. Should I do bad and give Tim, like, a softball to follow? I wouldn't worry about it. I'll be fine. It'll just make it that much funnier. I have faith in Tim. All right, Mitchell. Different ways to eat an Oreo cookie. Oh, why didn't I get that? (laughs) 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 Okay, so there is really only – Two ways to eat an Oreo cookie. You um you can either eat it standard or you, which is just you know take it put it in your mouth or you can like dissect it you know like it's like a frog in biology class and go from there. And as I'm sure you probably have already figured out, I am not a fan of the dissecting method. The Oreo cookie has made it for over a hundred years as an unchanged product because it's good the way it is. If you're taking it apart, there's no point in that. Like, what are you doing? Why are you separating something that's already so perfect on its own? And if you say, I like the cream more, I like the cookie more, you know, just buy plain chocolate cookies or buy plain icing. They have so many stuff options from Oreo ranging from one millimeter thick to 16 millimeter thick with like seven options in between that they, you can satisfy whatever cream to cookie ratio you want in terms of leaving the cookie together. And if you just want one or just want the other, go and get something else. Eat an Oreo the right way by taking it out and just putting it in your mouth. Wow. I, I looked up if it's actually been around for 100 years. <laughs> so did I. Introduced <laughs> in 1912. Got a tip yeah. for that, Mitch. That's solid. Yeah. Yep. Wow. 108 years. Yeah. It, didn't believe you. I was going to ask for an accuracy check. Yeah, did not believe you. Okay, I can. I, I remember the special out another edition. inaccuracy. What an, what an absolutely awful take on how to eat Oreos, though. Yeah, I, yeah, what an I will not trust. You take the hey, top cookie off. I'm going to give a hot take on to Oreos, make a super stuff Oreo. Exactly. Exactly. Just get a mega stuff. Okay, Mitch. No, you do that with mega stuff. Mitch, stuff. two options. Have you never heard of a fried Oreo, Mitch? Have you never been to the fair in your life? There's three ways. <laughs> I think there are more than that. My son pulls them apart and only eats the middle. There's probably more. Ooh. 
Oh, and then he leaves the other waste cookie. I was about to where? say, then just where? give vanilla icing. Wherever he was consuming. Just leave the cookie That's, there. That's smart kid. <laughs> I will say, I, I might anger a lot of people, but I honestly think Oreo Thins are better than double I thought Mitch you, had I, the worst Oreo take, and Alex, <laughs> you, you just swooped in to save his life. <laughs> Alex, so long as you eat them without taking them apart, I, any Oreo is a good yes, Oreo. Yes, exactly. There is no point of taking normally. apart Alex, the thins. You just that <laughs> that's Oreo a fair point, Tim. <laughs> are the best Oreos? Is the like thins, me saying the best. The thins have a much better ratio of cookie to cream than the what? double stuffs do, and it's that's way like more me. satisfying. That's There's like a reason they made double stuffs. And then Alex, that is the equivalent of me uh, saying, "Hey, you guys, you know what my favorite kind of pizza is? A brick wall." <laughs> What? That's not the same what? At all. That's like saying I like white pizza better than like stuffed crust. That's like saying the Bucks are a playoff team. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> brutal. Hey, 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 Bodwin. Hey, Bodwin. Welcome to Danny's. That's... Hey, hey, Bo- hey, Bodwin. Did you uh, your take when you said you take apart like the mega stuffs and put two of them together? Yeah. There's a literal. Oreo called the most stuff that already has that. So I put two of those together. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. There's this, no this limit. Podcast is going long already. All right, I gotta go. It's my turn. Wait, who's up? Wait, is it me or Alex? Bodum is next, right? Yeah. Right, Bodum is next. Uh, if you could have dinner with anyone, dead or alive. Wow. Uh. I'm feeling the pressure on this question as a history teacher. A lot of good options I could go with. Oh, uh, my wife, who's sitting across from me in the living room, is pointing at herself, albeit jokingly. But, uh, yeah, let's go with that. So, on a serious note, my wife is my favorite human being. Uh, She's my favorite person. She is my favorite person to spend time with, the person I respect the most. Um, And... I think that the reason I would choose her is that I I admire so many things about her, but one of the things that I admire is her outlook on life and the way that she approaches life, and it's so positive and it's so energizing and inspiring, I think. Uh, She currently, for example, works in the medical industry. She's a sonographer at UVM, which is an ultrasound specialist, Um, and she gets up and goes to work with a smile on her face every day. And that's how she approaches everything. And it's so refreshing and it makes all the day-to-day stuff fun. And it, it just, I mean, I hate being in quarantine for the most part. But one of the positive things about quarantine is that I get to spend more time with her. So uh, my choice both right now and every day is uh, to spend time with my wife. That's my favorite thing. Bodwin, that is very kind of you. Yeah, that was like intensely genuine from you. And like you just did better than Mitch, but I think I have to give it to Emily. Well, it was her idea. Also, I was like, I had way too many historical figure ideas that were all swimming in my head and I was panicking because I couldn't pick one. So when she (laughs) pointed at herself, I was like, oh, there we go. We're good. Bodwin, just just give me a sec. Bear with me here Uh um, as as what I'm trying to do loads. I hope this works. Can you hear that? I would choose you, Bobin. <laughs> yes, Mitch. That was all. That, that, that is all I have. I know exactly. 
Yeah, so do I, and now I'm annoyed with you. Apps I've ever found. <laughs> oh, is that a whip? Is that a whip thing? Bodwin, that yeah, is he's implying that you're whipped, and now I'm annoyed with him. <laughs> Mitch, you just lost this competition. I don't care. It's worth it. <laughs> Perfect All right, timing. come on. That was That's... such a good moment. Welcome that, to Denny. Oh, <laughs> Welcome to Denny. Denny's been be nice on this show. <laughs> Alex. Oh. Perfect timing. My round just Oh, ended. you're going to pause Call of Duty and pay attention to us? Oh. No, it, it, it ended. Warzone? <laughs> no, I'm playing World War II right now. <laughs> All right, Alex. <laughs> what have you learned from cartoons? Oh gosh. You know, to be perfectly honest, I the thing that, and I I, I hate tooting my own horn, but I like to think that I'm funny. Um, I'm not always the funniest person, or maybe a joke will come off the wrong way. Um, but I I I always I would always come down on Saturday mornings and. Uh, even even in the middle of spring or fall, I'd get hot chocolate and watch cartoons on a Saturday morning when I was younger. And I feel like I got my sense of humor from cartoons just because growing up watching Tom and Jerry and like uh, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, like the, the humor in the cartoons is always dumb funny or like stupid or silly funny and not like the greatest catchphrase or a good punchline. It's always just something stupid. And I feel like when I try to make people laugh or crack a joke, it's always something it, I try to say something stupid to make it funny. And I feel like that's where I've got my sense of humor. And if you can't if you can't make fun of yourself or make light of a situation, um, then it, it just doesn't make it as fun. And I feel like if you can make fun of something, um, even in a dumb way, like if you can. I have learned to make fun of myself a lot because I can say a lot of dumb things, especially with my whole thing with Harry Potter land and Disney world. I know that was pretty stupid, <laughs> but I had to, I had to make it funny. I had to, I had to put some content in there, even if it meant making fun of myself. Uh, but I feel like I got my sense, a lot of my sense of humor, just the dumb funny from cartoons. And I never actually learned a lot of like, you know, things that you would consider like being street smart. I wouldn't learn any of that stuff from cartoons, but, I think the the odd humor in cartoons is where I got my odd sense of humor. All right, solid, solid, perfect. All right, Tim, time for you. I I I, I like that one. I I, Mitch, um, our Family Guy knowledge could have gone in handy with that. I was topic. I was thinking that. Yeah. I was also Family thinking, Guy in South Park. I was also yeah. thinking my take would have been that the Acme. Um, Acme Company must have the best customer service to keep getting Wiley Coyote to yeah. come back. That's that was what I was thinking of that. <laughs> okay, that's funny. But, that would be a good pitch. <laughs> thank you. That that was immediately yeah. where my mind went. That's where I that was what. But Alex, I was quite impressed with your speech. Well done. Very nice. All right, Tim, you ready? I think Real so. or fake Christmas trees? Oh, you know this was actually a real speech topic really? we had at a tournament. Yeah. Well, I've grown up with a fake tree, believe it or not. I've actually never had a real, real tree in my house before. And while it's not necessarily with the uh, the theme of Christmas and the tradition of going out to the Christmas tree farm and cutting down your tree and getting that picture every year, it's it's actually way better because so I just go to my attic and pull down the fake tree every year and decorate it and it's simple as that i don't need to go anywhere and my whole family can just 
be on our way. We don't need to spend all that time together. We can do other things together. We can go hiking. We can watch TV. We can go do our own things even. We just, the, the Christmas tree doesn't necessarily need to be the biggest part of Christmas. Like the Christmas is presents. Let's be honest. Christmas has turned into presents. <laughs> and for my family, the tree is just not, it's not necessary. I mean, it's necessary, but it's not a focus. It's not a focal point of Christmas. And so for my family personally, it's become a fake tree. It's part of the tradition, but for other families, I can definitely understand the real tree, but the fake tree is the correct answer. I thought you were going to be so kind and go, Christmas is not about a tree. It's about the people you spend it <laughs> with and like about the memories presents. and stuff like I that. Know, me too. And then Tim will go, it's about presents. It's about the presents. <laughs> and family. I, hey, I, you know what? I respect the take. You didn't shy away from yeah. it. Hot, so, okay, this came up in the podcast recently. That was very, very impressive. Hot, hot take. Um, Thanksgiving is the best holiday. <laughs> Thank That's you. That's not a Thank hot you take. So Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, not going to lie. Yeah, but to Bodwin, I... it's like a shock. It's the, it's the number one holiday, though. Bo- it's it's can, at the top. Bodwin, can we get your better half's no, opinion I can't, on I can't uh, get Thanksgiving? Number one. Because actually, that is something I'm interested in, if that's mutual between you two. Emily, Emily is a big fan of Thanksgiving. Um, Let's yeah. go. Emily, huge shout out to you. Tim, Tim just brought up a really good point, though. I want to hear everyone's number one holiday. I don't need to share. Everyone knows. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, yours is Halloween, obviously. Tim said his. Is I'm going Thanksgiving yep. too. Really? I also I'll really like Halloween. Think. Am I really alone on this one? Christmas Fourth is July, awesome. Man. I was I was oh, a close second between Fourth Ooh. uh Fourth of July Thanksgiving Christmas I, is the big three for me. Christmas Fourth of July. Me. I'm I'm very. I'm very patriotic to begin with, but also just all the barbecue food mixed in with all the red, white, and blue is just overwhelming. Oh, I, yeah, it's I'm, amazing. I'm, I'm with you on all counts there. Um, well, still so think you're wrong I, about Halloween. I, I do want to point out though. So Tim and wait, I'm trying to think. So Tim and Miss Barron did this. I think Maddie did this too, but. At least Tim and Miss Barron have come on and cited a previous episode of the podcast, proving that they're <laughs> listeners. I think we yeah. should do That's that. True. I mean, oh, I've been tuning in. Going forward, has to prove that they are a listener in some way. <laughs> it's a requirement. Or, or we just we, we we just let our guests come on, and then those who do that ele- elevate themselves to a status of elite true. guest. How about that? We'll make a wall of fame for the people who actually reference the podcast, and those who don't. Guest of the year. <laughs> I, I did the Thanksgiving thing was like a big uh, moment though because I had a friend who listens to it <laughs> texted me and was like I've never been more disappointed in Bodwin and Albright what do you mean you don't like Thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> wait is that who I think it is who texted you that yeah. yeah should we give her a shout out she was sorely disappointed in us shout out Maureen I'm Maureen. <laughs> I'm Maureen. Um, but Albright, what's uh, what are your definitive rankings for holidays? No, oh, no, no, you no, 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 for uh, for our no, yeah, Oof. the thing we just did. Mitchell, you lost. I I knew that one was coming. It was. Hey, still you worth won it. last week, so pressure was off you. 
Like I, I kind of want to give it to Emily. Wow. I kind of think that like <laughs> Tim, Tim, wait, Tim wait, Clover wait, and wait, Alex wait. were like what? all kind of. No. Uh, I guess it's Alex. Well, okay, oh wow! So, oh, so hey, hey, hey. I thought it was going to be Tim for a minute when he said, "I've never had a real Christmas tree." That had so much potential to go to a really cool place. And then he said the thing about presents. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Not going to lie. I was a little bit lost there. I guess it's kind of the point of the speeches, but. You started really lost. strong. Tim, you did well. You started really strong. You did. You did real well. Could be yeah, gotta, well done. You could have. I got to hand it to Tim. Speech, Tim man. You, I always got next you year. You would have been good at speech. Like that was solid for not. Ever yeah. If he had known how to like, Tim, if you were on the team, we could have won this like, year. Like practicing to like establish a point that yeah. could have gone to a really cool place. Yeah. Tim, I, yeah, could, yeah I'm gonna give it to Alex. Probably close to my Emily. Uh, hey, Emily's got some hardware. She just gave a thumbs up. So. <laughs> Emily is a key influencer yeah. on this podcast. Um, so, well, Tim, uh, any final parting words to the pod, to the listeners, to all your fans out there? Oh, that's a big audience. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> everybody, stay safe. Um, don't, don't come in contact with people, but don't be afraid to go outside. That's what I got to say. Good, That's what I found. Let's go start advice. crazy inside. Well Social done. distance, well but that doesn't mean you have to stay inside. I love it. That's right. All right. Well, thanks, Tim. Well, uh, we will be in touch. We'll probably have to have you back on the show uh, once we hit the million mark to celebrate Absolutely. together. So, all right. Take it easy. Sounds good. And for the and for the guest That's of the year true. award. Don't forget That's that. <laughs> Either Definitely you or Jacob <laughs> Matt. All right. See you guys. Take care, Tim. You know what? I actually think that'd be a really good idea if we did some sort of awards thing at the end, like our version of the Dundies, but for the podcast. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. Like a lot. What if we brought If we get to the point where. <laughs> I was about to say, if we get to the point where we can have an award show, like we are. A live live studio award show yeah hey uh, dreaming big possibility we're at 410 plays right now just so you know are we actually (laughs) oh my god that's so many that is really you know what i'm my appreciation i'm jumping into appreciations right now i appreciate everyone who's taken the time to tune in and like what like listen through the whole podcast which has been you know it's been it's been cool to see that that every little moment that we have you know has already been getting quoted and stuff like that so to everybody um in the colchester community and beyond who's tuned in so thank you guys really appreciate it i want i want to give a Great shout stuff, out Mitch. Mitch, that you. was really heartfelt i've i've used up all my heartfelt for thank today you. so i'm gonna give I'm going to give a big <laughs> shout out to all the regular people. And uh, what I mean by regular people are people who aren't freaks that like thin Oreos. Um, <laughs> so I knew you were going to say I want to give a huge shout out to everyone that eats regular Oreos instead of thin Oreos. So shout out to you guys.
<laughs> I eat regular Oreos. It's just that regular Oreos are fine. It's just that thins are That's better than double stuff. All right, let's move on. I can't even think about this anymore. All right, I'll I'll take it from here. Um, so uh, some of you may know I uh, work. Uh, well, I, I mean, I always seem to bring it up a lot, and I know Miss Hughes always makes fun of me for always having to talk about summer camp because that's where I work. And I, I brought it up in about like two out of my three speeches so far. And she just like, likes to make fun of me about it that I always have to bring it up. <laughs> uh, but I, it sucks that I can't be there anymore. Uh, cause I work at ACE, the after school program and you know, with school being out, I obviously can't be there. Um, but with what a lot of like Ms. Ms. Barron was saying, how she, uh, she went into education for being there for the kids and it, it sucks not being able to, like, be there because, like, that was sometimes, like, after a tough day of school, that would be the highlight of my day was going over there and hanging out with them for a couple hours. And I'm really missing all of them right now, all my uh, all my little kindergarten buddies. So shout out to them. Aww. Wow. That was a strong shout out. Albright. Albright, good luck. Uh, good luck following that. Um, <laughs> I – we're only second weekend, and I can't remember if I've already done this. I want to appreciate our ninth graders. The last two weeks of looking at journals that they've been doing for us online, where they've some of them have been posting some of the creative things they've been doing, have been some of the highlights of some of my days. Um, we have a lot of really cool, awesome ninth grade humans this year. Um, and it's really awesome that you're still hanging in there with us through this situation. Um, I love seeing what you talk about, think about, write about, keep it up moving forward. Uh, we miss you. Love it. Uh, all, right. all right. I think that's, that's a good place to end. Albright um, has one joke she's going to tell everyone and then we'll cut it. Oh God. Sometimes I hate you. <laughs> The people are waiting now, though. I, I, right. know, I don't have a joke. Like, Let's go. Uh, yes, this you is do. what you did with you, me the you, first you couple have, episodes. You, you always put me on the spot. You have a joke somewhere sucks. in your head. No, yeah, know. that's true, actually. Alex, Give me help an me out. Joke. Something. Come on, Albright. <laughs> no, I was. I already saved my time uh, fine, last I'll, week. I'll, no, no, no. You got to come on. No, I'm not saving you. Oh, seriously? You know what? Uh, I made a playlist today with uh, uh, some music from Peanuts, Eminem, and the Cranberries. I'm calling it my trail mix. <laughs> good. Oh my god, Mitch! Good. Where good do night, spaghetti Evan. and sauce go to dance? The meatball. Where? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it, everybody. Have a great Tuesday. That'll.